0: Hey guys, I am back continuing with this Kingdom Hearts uh, episode. Still talking about Kingdom Hearts 1 and uh, the story and explaining y'all. What I understand, maybe uh, some theories. Uh, I believe the the story is open-ended enough for some theories and some ideas on uh, explaining and the only thing different right now is I got the heater on, and my cat was needing some attention. So if you hear her, uh, just know it's coming from her—the <coughs> the, the extra sounds. All right. So, um, right, I, I explained to y'all the whole plot regarding what is causing the story to progress. And these kids, they want to get off the island till the bad guy comes uh you know, uh, wearing a hood, shaded, speaking in riddles, and then um he heavily persuades Riku, the you know the one you most suspect of of being uh persuaded in that way. Sora comes off as like this rookie character. Really naive. I mean, he is like, just like Naruto, just like Goku. Like, so naive. Always needs explaining. You know, all that type of character. So, they get separated as they're transported from uh, their Destiny Islands, as it goes. Is called. Kairi is uh, kidnapped by the bad guy because she is a princess, but not of Destiny Island. As a spoiler alert, we learn like later on. I I don't even think in Kingdom Hearts 1 we even learn that. But by default, in this story, I believe that's, you know, what she represents and what she's standing in place for. So, yes, now to, like, the story and the plot. The bad guys regarding Disney want to get the Disney princesses because their hearts, Kingdom Hearts, their hearts unlock the door to darkness or Kingdom Hearts, you know, in Kingdom Hearts Two, they call it the Door to Darkness. But in Kingdom Hearts One, they just call it Kingdom Hearts. Or to unlock the door to darkness, what, what, you know, what, it's just all the same, I believe. I, you know, speaking in this first story, so <coughs> they, um yeah, that they they want to go from like. Disney World, the Disney World. So, um, they they have to collect seven of them. Let me um also uh, tell you real quick. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at the map, and I'm going to just give you a brief overall view, and also just will tell you this story. So it starts off in Destiny Island, which you cannot go back to until, like, the end of the story. And, um, that's, like, during a boss battle. Here is Sora, the main character. He has these other two very close friends in battle that are, like, nearly inseparable. As Donald and Goofy, they come from the Disney castle, which is inaccessible. That's where their story begins. And their story technically begins with them receiving the news that Mickey Mouse went on a long journey to search for um, the bad guy, the Keyblade, and also uh, the Door to Darkness. He, He, you know, he's just like on some spy mission, basically, and like seeking, and he's like, basically in the background so elusive you can't go get them, and all that can't go see him <clears throat> so um they run into Sora at Traveler's Town Traveler's Town and uh Trevor's Town um which is like basically your hometown because your home got destroyed or it's inaccessible as I said this town is, I guess, a Final Fantasy town. I don't think this is a Disney town. Because you have Sid and you have Leon there. And Leon is from Final Fantasy. His, um, he's like a go-to character. You know, trying to figure out what's going on with these heartless characters. And what's going on with this bad guy. And, what, you know, what's the progression of the story and what's really going on. You're always going to be going back and forth to this town, you know, to receive information. And also, you meet the wizard Merlin. He also has a book that is Winnie the Pooh, which you could go inside the book and have to go through some adventures with Winnie the Pooh. But but in this first game, it's mostly like story time. Like, sit down and watch. I don't even think you get to do anything. That's until, like, later on. In, in later installations of this game, you get to actually, like, do something. In Winnie the Pooh. But that was, like, so mind-bending that, um... Oh, you're ready to go? Okay. The cat is ready to go! All right, now. Go on. It was nice knowing, you. Don't uh, do anything I wouldn't do. All right. One less destruction. And, oh, uh, yeah, Trevor's tone. Uh, what more can I say other than... Oh, yeah. Yeah, crazy concept. Really like that uh, you could go inside a book. So it's like a world inside of a world. And, uh... What was uh, the other thing? I was going to say... Well, yeah, I guess I said about Traveler 7. And then, uh, the next world you go to would be... Alice in Wonderland. Which is. Such a buzzkill. I mean. What this game. Suffers. You know, i give y'all a preview of. Uh, some of the music. I really love this. Lovely music. So. It is very apparent. As soon as you get to this world especially. I mean, Traveler's Sound? Traveler's Sound? Oh, yeah. Also in Traveler's Sound. Thank God I I remember, before I get too deep in Wonderland, is that um, you gotta go around each world and collect Dalmatians, because 101 Dalmatians is also in this game. So, uh, they'll give you, like, prizes, rewards for collecting their dogs... I mean, you gotta collect, I think, 101 of them. So, uh, as we all know, there's, uh, I think, three, four, like four movies or five movies. Because you got 99 Dalmatians, 101 Dalmatians, and then 102 Dalmatians. I don't think a lot of people forgot about 99 Dalmatians because I think 101 Dalmatians was the installation that uh, knocked it out the park, for as that mini franchise. So as soon as you get to Wonderland, you're easily amazed by, you know, like what, what you're going through. And the music is lovely. the music I swear I could, I could just listen to, to, to that tune for like half the day and it, it, it just makes me feel all bright and happy and sunny it's just so nostalgic listening to it cause it's the first world that you come to or at least that's what I always choose or I always find myself choosing this world first <laughs> like top then bottom Y'all remember the map layout. So, also the battle music for this world is is awesome, and that, that's that's also that that was cool about this game—the details they put in to each world and and the landscape and the the experience. Alice in Wonderland. I don't remember watching this movie, or I probably never even watched this Disney movie. This is an old Disney movie, actually. I think this movie is like when my dad was a child, so my dad would have like more memories of Alice in Wonderland than I would. Like actually, like going to the theaters and watching this as a child, which is uh pretty cool that, uh, Kingdom Hearts was able to bring that experience to, to us, us new generation of, of this, of, uh, Disney, uh, movies and its little culture, so, um, now into, like, Wonderland, uh, My Little theories Resort. The subtle theories of of Wonderland is that Allison is at the point of her maturity and she is about to get married or engaged, I would say, and um, not of her choice, but, you know, it's like family obligations because, you know, way back in the day, that's how things were parents got to pick out who their children would date and marry. So Alice, she wants to avoid maturity and the responsibility. She stumbles into Wonderland and it's uh, down a rabbit hole. Now the further I think theories or themes is that Alice is a avoidant and um, maybe suffers from a substance abuse because the subtle themes of what she's going through is that these are hallucinations and, you know, unless you're going through some type of sleep paralysis, hallucinations come about from substances. So, throughout her journey, she runs into different characters that are, I guess, amalgamations of different um, adult, adults that she will meet in life. Um, infamously, she travels through a talking door is uh, asleep, but she gotta wake up. So, the first official character I believe she meets is the rabbit, because I I haven't seen the movie, but I believe from like clips, of, I think what I uh oh, that's my cat, she's calling me, alright, let's go see. All right, uh. So, uh, the rabbit is like um, running late, running late for an important date, as he always quotes. And he's supposed to be a representation of the adults that you'll meet in your life that are always in a rush, always don't have time, they're always rushing, they're always in a hurry, they always gotta go, they always got something to do. You know, they don't have time for you in their life. And then, like, another character she'll meet will be, uh, the cat, who's a mysterious, mischievous character, which I guess you'll, you know, meet in your life, he's some adults that are this up to no good that speaking riddles that aren't very direct. Hey stop crying relax it's fine if I say so well so uh, another character she meets is the caterpillar who smokes, and I guess, it's just, I guess saying that part of adulthood is also, like, smoking, and you'll, know, like, meet an adult who smokes, I guess, you know? Also, they come off as this, uh, snobby type of character, which also the queen is. Um... Just like uh, the cat don't speak frankly It's just speaking Miranda like in a Miranda uh, like almost like jive talking or speak um, and I did start to mention the queen she's like the boss adult that does have power, but won't investigate or like jump to conclusions if it's a part of their base instinct or pleasure, their interests, you know, wouldn't care if it was suffering towards another being, which... Alice gets accused of of doing something or probably just accused of just not belonging in the world which all the characters in her world are conscious in that way they know that she's an outsider you know that's why her interactions with the cat and her interactions with you know just about every character is a bit unique Yes Hello. Why are you crying? You can settle down on the couch. Sit there. Sit. Yes. Right there. You just don't know where to go, Allah. And um what's another character? The Mad Hatter, who um, so I could assume is mad, and, um, this other character that's uh, just about as crazy as him, that sits at the, the tea table, that whole uh, shenanigan. What are the other characters am I missing, possibly? Or that just might be it. And um. Alice you know. Somehow finds her way back. Back to our normal world. Now as far as Kingdom Hearts. Goes. Sora gets to this world. And is following. The The rabbit. Just like in Alice's place. And uh, the lack of guidance really uh, frustrates you in this world because you got to travel in a bizarre way. Because this room that I'm in is called Bizarre Room. So there'll be some instances where you're on the ceiling, you're on the walls, and to like. Trigger things to get access to other parts of the room or the other side of the room and I have to like turn a faucet or stand on a book or even push uh, a, a clock into the wall or, or literally push this bed into the wall like things like that that's just I guess you just wouldn't pick up on right away. As a child, not having the guide and playing by yourself, you know, and it just took me a long time to get used to this world and overall this game and gaining a sense of progression. So, um, by the time you get to the queen, she has Alice in a cage, or or, not in a cage yet, but rather on trial for, um, I believe, taking something. I forgot what it was, but it's, um, I believe, relative two kingdom hearts. What is it? I don't know. So, obviously, she's innocent, but the queen doesn't want to hear it. She wants to uh, put Alice to death. So, the corporate... Culprit that stole um, the thing that I can't remember that Alice saw travel was a heartless, or a rather, I guess maybe a Riku or Maleficent, because that's also a, a bad character. But it's really like an underboss that has nothing to do with the actual boss of of Kingdom Hearts that you have to be. So, um, after when you bring evidence that is really useless because obviously the queen doesn't care. And she's like, oh, only pick one of these boxes that the evidence is and I'll see. And obviously, it's a heartless that is proof that Alice is innocent, you know. The Queen doesn't care, and you go into a battle with her guardsmen that are um, cards, like playing cards, like aces and knights. You know, with her you know, being the Queen, and then out at the end of the battle, of course, you're victorious, and Alice disappears because she is taken by Maleficent. to open up the door to darkness something like that so then you go and travel to the next world which would I guess technically be uh, Hercules world as uh, the Colosseum Olympus Colosseum Carlos gates Love this music Music feels home Feels like home When you hear this music Feels like Oh good times And um This place really is like Has to be top 5 Best worlds In Kingdom Hearts 1 Because there's so much to do in this world Just like Travelers Town But funner Better, I should say. That's the I'm saying, father, right? It's better because you get to participate in uh, tournaments. And no, it's not like a traditional tournament. It's more like from level to level type of dungeon tournament. But not like wander around in a dungeon, like, you know, from from level to level, right? Now, who you fight are the heartless. And that's the whole premise of this world. So, it's a long-term mastery of this world. And um, the whole premise is uh, relatively simple. Hercules versus Hades. And if you remember the movie... Hades, you know, wants to steal his girlfriend, and Hercules gets Meg back. And that's basically it. And um, there's not that much to explore around in the world um, regarding this place. Hold on. I I probably have to to cater
1: to my cat
0: just a little bit. I'll be right back. You could go on and listen to this wonderful music. You gotta gotta, uh, do uh, championship cups. So, you got the Phil Cup, Pegasus Cup, the Hercules Cup, Hades Cup, the Gold Cup, and uh, I haven't played this last one. Really hard stuff, I mean, you could do it alone, or you could do it with your team. But I don't got to the point where I gotta start doing this alone so I could get these extra accomplishments. Mastery of the game And um, It really starts getting interesting At Hercules Cup Because as you can guess You battle Hercules But also the luxury of this Cups is you get to also Play some iconic characters From Final Fantasy Like Cloud, Leon Also you get to fight um, Cerberus In the Hades Cup you get to fight Hades in the Hades Cup. I mean it's really cool. You get to fight Yuffie. Um, you get to fight um the Ice Giant, the Rock Giant, Behemoth, yep. Yep. So so you get to replay some some um, some cool some cool opponents and, and develop some cool memories. And uh This is like one of the worlds and one of the things in the game that keeps you playing even after you beat it. It really is just so cool, man. really love this this world. You know, top five, top five. Hercules, Coliseum, Olympus, Coliseum, Oh, also, before we get too too deep is um traveling from world to world, you gotta go into a gummy ship, which is like a spaceship, and it's like a mini game that's like basically paying homage to one of the very first video games that's space invaders, where you're like a spaceship and you gotta shoot at. Aliens or other spaceships and that's, you know, the whole premise of that whole mini game, the gummy ships. So traveling from world to world, you, you got to uh, do that. So the next world that you will go to would be the deep jungle. That's Tarzan world. Uh, this world is actually large because you, you got all these sections. That, that 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 you could travel to. Um. You you, you got the vines, you got the tree tops, and you got the tree house, and you got the tent, and you got the bamboo thicket, and you got the cliffs. I mean, there's just so many places to go. So this was like another world that frustrated you toppled with the lack of guidance this this uh King of Hearts suffer with I mean that younger playing this game just be so freaking lost just like not knowing where to go how to progress I mean this this world if I had to take a guess no, nah, not guess. From my experience, worse than Wonderland. I mean, Wonderland, I found myself somehow, some way, figuring it out in due time. This world, I, for the life of me, it was just really ambiguous. The things you had to do to progress in this world, like it was just really left up to if you could figure out what what a character subtly said. You know, my God, part where You gotta stop Clayton from killing another monkey. I was just so up in the air, like figuring out, okay, where to go. Picking up those cards around the tent, like who ain't known you, you had to go collect all those and where they're at. I mean other games in later generations they just you know figured out how to or just make um mission um props or items you know that, that are for like story light up or even like this game doesn't even have a mini map This is before games even incorporated a mini-map. So, like, when you're, like, left up to your own devices, (laughs) this game, especially this world, really did that to you. Like, just figure it out and just a whole bunch of, like, traveling back and forth. You know, like, going back from, like, all the way from the treehouse and going... All the way back to the tent. It's just a whole bunch of back and forth. Awesome. And, and I think on top of that, it wasn't. It isn't a one shot thing. That that's also the bad thing. I think with with this game. I mean, with this World Over Wonderland, you couldn't beat it all in one shot. You had to, like, travel back to, like, Hercules' world and, like, do, like, a cup, I think. And, like, at the end of the cup, they'll give you a reward. Then you could like, I think, go back to Tarzan's world and progress. So, yeah, it wasn't, like, just a one-shot thing world and I'm finally getting a chest that Is hard to reach because you Don't have high jump neither do you have Glide that was Also the other thing is um, I guess If you didn't know There are other abilities you, you would be like Frustrating yourself And like nearly breaking your own Brain and working up your nerves not getting something when in reality you just needed to progress and gain an ability for you to get that chest you know because very easily you could like see that chest and think oh i'm able to get it or i'm supposed to get it and uh you You can't, because you don't have high jump to even, like, get that. None of the high jump, you don't have high jump and glide to to go get that thing, whatever it is. So, um, cool thing, just like from the movie, is, um, you, you could, um ride the tree trunk just like in the movie that, that uh Tarzan did. Very cool man. When I was younger I kept on doing this instead of just jumping off. <laughs> you know. And just you know I, I always like wanted to do this. Because I remember that from the movie. Like they the animators got inspiration from skateboarders and be like you know that's that's how Tarzan would travel in the jungle like quickly he would just like be sliding down some vines and in tree trunks and obviously like swinging from vines so um now we're on to the whole like movie premise this is just my theory do not take this as I got this from somebody else or even that I even take this theory that, that I came up with serious in any way I just like to laugh to myself is that I think Tarzan is a black man story you know what type of man lives in the jungle like this you know all by himself you know maybe able to, to co coexist with, with some monkeys right I don't think it was a white I think it was a black, a, a person that is actually born in this environment from it, from generations. <laughs> Probably, it's a story of, a, of somebody from the Congo in Africa. And that's like, you know, somebody of African descent. Um, so, what actually happens in, uh, Kingdom Hearts regarding this, uh, this Disney World is that Sar comes in, into, like, the treehouse, and then, um, they're attacked by the Jaguar that you remember from the movie, and, uh... Obviously, they defeat the Jaguar. But they have to fight the Jaguar, like, more than once all throughout the story. They meet Clayton, and they meet Jane. They meet Tarzan. And Jane is like, oh, wow. They're trying to get Tarzan to, like, remember his origin. Like, does he remember any of these items that we have brought from essentially our, our, our world, our country. Do you think you're originally from here? And Tarzan's like, ah, oh, no. I was born from the jungle. I'm from the jungle. Basically. All, all to a failure. Also, I think she's British. So, um, she's studying monkeys. I, I think if I had to guess she just happened to like run into Tarzan and it's just fascinating with Tarzan thus thus their stories are intertwined so Clayton he's a hunter I think somebody probably back in her world probably persuaded her or suggested that she traveled with this guy into the jungle because it's a dangerous place And all, 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 all you are is just a researcher You're not like a natural survivalist Like probably how Clayton is Go in the jungle So um You know what's like really kind of dumb is Perceive from the general story is that um, he's like really into hunting monkeys, and uh, I don't think that's like a really cool sport or something to get into because uh, monkeys are dangerous. Highly social creatures. And, um... No, fudge. And not even eat, because, um... Obviously, some people do eat monkeys. But, um... Uh, not us Westerners, so... Uh, I don't even think even him hunting the monkeys for their meat is uh, a good idea. Or useful. So obviously, Jane and Clayton are at odds. Because she's like, I want to study the monkeys, not hunt them. And, um... Clayton... is, like, hell-bent on, um... like, hunting the monkeys, and... Tarzan, like... that's, like, his freaking family, basically. So, he's, like, at odds. With Clayton... And then, um... He he basically opens up his heart to darkness. Which now that I think about it... The queen doesn't open up her heart to darkness. She's just a mean lady who apparently wants... To essentially kill Alice. Or at least imprison her. Indefinitely for the rest of her life. So, um... Other than, I guess subtly opening up his heart to darkness I think the only thing is um, he he like I, I guess runs into this chameleon that's a heartless and you gotta fight the chameleon heartless and kill it and upon killing the heartless chameleon. It falls on Clayton and kills him. And that's basically it far as the story. And you know. What what goes. As far as um, even the Kingdom Hearts. Um, sorry. So interesting because I'm exploring a. A part of um, the treehouse that I've never been to before. And that's at the very top. I've, uh, never been to the very top. I was always curious, cause like like the chest, you know, there, there's things in the world that you can't access because you don't have high jump, neither do you have glide. interesting it's like you're on top of the world can't see the curvature but as far as could hey man, I can see you managed to find a chest yep that, that's basically it as far as uh, the story um, it doesn't go that far into it. Uh, oh, and um, also Sora, other than fighting the Heartless, he has to travel from world to world, and and close the keyhole because with the keyhole open, that's how the darkness. I mean. That's how the Heartless... Leak into the world. As as you can see... From, you know, like these battles I'm in... Obviously, I guess the Heartless are still around. But I guess the way they explain it is because... The overall Kingdom Hearts is... Being opened or is opened. So, uh... Yep, yeah. uh, the keyhole for as Wonderland was the door, the sleeping door. As soon as he opens up his mouth, you know that's not too hard to imagine. And the keyhole for his the deep jungle is, I, I got this cave by the cliffs. Nothing that special. I guess um, like by this big tree. Which Tarzan is like, Oh yeah, I was born here. And Jane just leaves it up to yeah. him to be Alright, you live here. The Coliseum, I think the keyhole is just arbitrary in the center of the Coliseum. We're going to uh, the next world that's Maestro, or Monstro, which is um, Pinocchio, and uh, he's uh, his world is inside of a whale, if you remember Pinocchio's story, I, I don't, this is my dad's generation of, um, of Disney is cool, because, um, I didn't particularly know Pinocchio's story, other than his general premise is, the kid wants to be a real boy, obviously, but, um, he's a puppet, which was uh, created by this guy, um, if I had to imagine, had a deep desire of having a son, and, um, I believe from, you know, having that deep desire, as innocent as it is, um, Pinocchio comes to life. Now, the thing about Pinocchio and him obviously being a child is children has to be good, you know, be a good boy. So when Pinocchio does bad things, especially when he lies, his nose grows larger, I mean longer, I should say. And that's his whole premise. You can tell when Pinocchio's lying, you know, essentially. So, um, let me get a chance to um, check what's my level. We got another, oh, I'm almost to level 50. I'm over here doing all this talking. Yep, level 49. I want to get my person, not my person, Sora, to like around level 70 or 80 before I consider beating the game. I don't even really want to grind all the way up to 99 just so I could beat Sephiroth, because that's probably going to be required for as my... (laughs) ...experience and gameplay. And, um... So, uh, yeah. About Pinocchio and... ...this story is that, um... ...Pinocchio gets kidnapped by Riku. Which, at this point, he isn't... ...fully possessed. He's just... Persuaded by Maleficent in overall darkness to um, kidnap Pinocchio so that they could steal his heart. And, um, that's like one of the surprising things to the characters is, oh it's a puppet but it has a heart. And that's also the premise of the game. Collecting hearts, protecting your heart, fighting for your heart. You know, searching for hearts. You know, like searching for people that are like-minded. And, um... So it gets uh, Pinocchio back. Pinocchio goes back to his father. I forgot the guy's name. And, um, yeah, as simple as it sounds, that is basically it of that Pinocchio story. Or it's Kingdom Hearts' turn. Um, I like the world because it's creative. Well, to a lot of people, I guess, it's not that creative. And I can see. But, you know, it took a concept I just didn't think I would be in. Oh, well, you know. Just found some Dalmatians. You know, um, they give you rarer and rarer, I guess the word is, um, items, the more you find. I guess regardless of the order that you find them. No, not regardless. Well, yeah, regardless of the order it's just that I guess a certain number then they'll give you a reward it, it doesn't matter on I believe to my understanding you know what number could you know you find because they always tell you what numbers you find and I think you will always like find three or four at a time cause, cause how do you fit all 101 Dalmatians in this game and evenly without, like, opening one chest, one Dalmatian, literally. Which will, like, kind of (laughs) suck. If you can imagine. So, um... I I, I like this world. I, I enjoyed it. A lot better than Wonderland and Deep Jungle. I didn't have that much trouble in navigating through this world. Nope, not at all. Just leveled up. Also, a cool thing about me like exploring these worlds as I'm talking to y'all about it and also explaining y'all. I'm finding chesses. I'm training because that's what I want to do. I'm not even a high enough level given my Play style to be Ansem, the final boss guy. I mean, it's like really hard for me, so I want to level up. So it could be a bit easier on me. Because I'm like giving it everything I got, and in the very end, I'm dying. And like, I don't want to be like trying the same thing over and over again. So I'm like, alright. Let me go on and level up. Like, actually get strong enough instead of, like, keep dying, like. Like, do you really expect beating Kingdom Hearts being at, like, level 28? Or, like, being at, like, level 32? You really think that's realistic? I mean... Is that some type of accomplishment? To beat the game at the lowest level possible? Alright. Let me go on to find an exit. But I do want to, like, fight. Oh, yeah, so, um... Rags are riches. I guess, um... We have a considerable amount of money on our possession but then they give me uh a... oh oh here's a trinity it's a white trinity on top of that it's the last trinity yeah that's also the other thing about um this game is uh they got these what they call trinities Laying around in each uh, place which you gotta find and activate and then it'll give you like special rewards blah 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 we got red blue green and white and as you can imagine white is final I'm a little lost Yep, I'm going this way. Oh, yep. Back to chamber one and uh let's get out of here. On to the next world, if I could remember at the top of my head. Is um I should know, right? Aladdin. Um yeah, I, I like this world. Not, not. am um, terribly bad with the sense of direction. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to say, I do love Monstro's world. I love Aladdin's world also. Over those worlds. Like, I can just listen to the soundtrack over and over and over again. But this one, especially, I like it. I like the, the world design. I like the fact that you can, like, climb up and, like, explore different sections of, 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 of the same, I think, like, four sections of, of the city and as you can see I still have to unlock different parts of the city which I'm not sure how to unlock it and um mmm yeah, um, I didn't get too lost. I, I really liked it, really progressed. And uh, it does follow the lines of, of the movie for, for the most part. And, and the first movie. So, um, Aladdin gets here and um, the princess is being harassed by Jafar. And Aladdin is in trouble because... Abu steals things. He's got to apologize and make up for it. And um, he has a crush on Jasmine. And he wants to do something about her basically being held hostage by Jafar. But at this point, it's like subtly. You know, he's just trying to justify it as... Why, why would a princess associate herself with a quote-unquote street or You know, somebody who's not a royalty, someone that lives off the streets. And, um... So, this is a boss battle, which I'm going to avoid. Because... I don't want to mess around and die. Does like really like messing with my zeitgeist right now oh yeah i definitely have to go back to it's
2: easier when things are polite i'd like to apologize for before but you have to admit george the slap in the face it really wasn't the most appropriate reaction I'm Paul, this is Peter. Come here, Tom, Wear your manners? Shake the man's hand. Here, take this for the pain. I'm What's this now, What
0: happened to you? Oh, what do you yeah.
2: disagree agree that?
0: Uh, I mean, just... She's already yeah. giving medicine. Ah. Oh, ah. Gut punched oh. threw her on the couch right next to her husband.
3: Yeah, just you just gut punched her.
0: Threw it. her Do on you the understand? couch. Do you understand? Oh, you about to rough up the kid I'm now? Calm down. down. Bo about to find out why this movie rated R.
2: so much stress for politeness' sake that's like me and Bo people are polite psychos me and Bo about to do an interview oh yeah (laughs) you know I was just trying to be friendly improve relations I thought at least we could keep this whole thing civilized.
0: Mm. he knows why Tell me why we do this. Go on, say it. I don't know.
2: The captain would like to know why. Why? Well.
0: It's difficult to talk about it. See? It's the lore of the You know exactly how hard this is for me. Jesus,
2: what a drama. His father divorced his mother when he was this big. It's not true. <laughs> he's lying. My mother got a divorce because... <laughs> because she wanted her little teddy bear all to herself. Oh. Which is why he's gay and he's a criminal. You got it. You're an asshole. <laughs> the truth is, he's white trash. He comes from a, a filthy, deprived family. Five siblings, all of them on drugs. His father is an alcoholic. He's a liar. His mother won't. You, you can imagine. Truth is... He's fucking her. It's sad, but it's true. God damn it, oh, fuck you. Calm down now, Tubby.
0: Stop it. It's, uh... You're disgusting. Can't you at least watch your language in front of my son? Oh,
2: I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. What would you like to hear? What would make you happy? Mmm... None of what I said is true. You know that as well as I do. See? Think he's white trash? (laughs) Come on, he's a spoiled little brat. He's jaded and disgusted by the emptiness of existence. Damn. It's
0: hard. Because they know the truth. That this is a movie. And this is for entertainment. (laughs) You like that? (laughs) That's why it's called We're funny games. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, so okay. let me know. So I'm
0: watching a dark comedy too. Are you happy now? Well, I know this more now. horror. If you think this is funny, no. this how so twisted. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> the lore is they know this is a I'm movie. Hungry. And they know Two this days. is for the entertainment. And this is their way of entertaining Truth. us. That's where he's going to right now.
3: Ooh. That's
0: why
2: he's so nervous. I'm also a drug addict. We rob rich families in their charming vacation homes to support our habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop
3: <laughs> oh, 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 shit.
2: <laughs> I get it. Isn't that enough? That's good. Okay. Hey Tubby, he's got it! <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> That's awesome, really. Really. Such Listen. a relief, right? Peter, come here. He Listen, it. we're gonna make a bet now, okay? Come on, hurry up. That man eating raw meat. He's Sit drunk. down. He's drunk in you peeped up? don't fall asleep. Uh, eating
0: raw meat. Okay. Cool. Me oh, what do you what think time? that is?
2: Oh yeah, the steaks. Eight forty. Oh.
0: Eight forty at night. Then in
2: let's say twelve hours. All three of you. We're gonna be... <laughs> Kaput. Kaput. Okay? Damn.
3: What?
2: You bet that you'll be alive tomorrow at 9 o'clock and we bet that you'll be dead. Damn. Okay?
0: Plain and simple. That's the game. Yo, they gotta look at their son now, right? Yeah, that shit real. He like, I'm going to be dead by bet? 9 a.m.? Well, it's not an option. There has to be a bet.
2: Ooh. I mean, what do you think? You think they stand a chance? oh no. You're on their side, aren't you? No. Who are you betting on, hmm? But, wait, what kind you of know, bet is this? They the the he looked at the camera. He looked both. Their side. And if they win, they can't live either. Yes, they'll lose either way. That's what I'm saying. That is nonsense. You trying to scare
0: us? Haven't you done enough already? What do, you, what do you want? You want money? Take it. Take it. Take what you want. Just get out. Okay? It's not about the money. He Don't you think Fred and Eve are gonna come over here and see what's happening?
2: And then they're gonna give us a thorough spanking, right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. So, the back is on. Here we go. Like they say on TV. Let's make a deal. So what do you want to do now? Would you be so kind as to go and make us something to eat?
1: <laughs> the nigga just got
2: the. eat it. Yeah, that's Bo right there. <laughs> I'm worried about you. Can you control yourself? You just finished stuffing your face with that meat. Really disgusting. What are these people gonna think of you? I haven't had anything to eat since noon and stop calling me Tubby all the time. Okay, Tom. Okay, Jerry. Okay, well, uh, I think you should watch your figure. Do you butthead. think that that's attractive? See, that's not their Look at the captain's. Wife. You think she thinks you're hot? With these jelly <laughs> rolls? <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> Look at her, she's not that old. You, uh, pardon me, ma'am. You you would be completely acceptable <laughs> to her if it wasn't for that body. <laughs> you should follow her lead. It's no chill. Now that is a well-toned body. Mm-hmm. There's not an extra calorie on it. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Good boy, he sucked. Did self. you hear that? Tubby, that's really rude. Are we gonna take that, ma'am? <laughs> hey Indian, you Mm-mm. What's your name anyway? Don't tell me. That. George. Oh George. Just like Daddy. Oh shit. <laughs> that's it's really sweet. Come here, Georgie. Come on, we're gonna play a game now. Leave him alone. I know you don't want to play with me, but it's a really awesome game. It's a Leave fun the game. boy Trust alone. Me. You see how your mom fights for you? Your daddy could learn something from her. Ooh. That's why we're gonna let her play too. Tommy, take Georgie for a second. You see, this is an awesome game. It's called Cat in a Bag. Cat it's in really the Bag? Fun. Here we go. Oh. Don't panic. Nothing's going to happen. I said it was a fun game. It's a family game. Hey, Daddy can play too, so he doesn't get bored. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Georgie, Georgie. It's no fun if you keep moving around. Okay. Hey, listen to me. <laughs> That's better. Ooh, you know I trained that boy already. No. Listen, we're a team now, aren't we? We're a team. Does the cover bother you? Are you getting enough air? Are you? Georgie, are you? Yes. Awesome! Now we can start. Here we go. If I remember correctly, mommy and our little Indian wanted to sneak off. Now, why was that? Tubby, why was that? He peeped it. I don't know. Listen, he no. he's lying aloud. What kind of example are you setting for these people, Tubby? You know exactly why she wanted to leave. Because you started talking about her jelly rolls. I, you, you're, you're the one who's down at her perfection. Oh. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I understand why she was embarrassed in front of the boy here. here we go, That's man. why we're playing cat in the bag. Cat in the to bag? To preserve moral decency. Now the kid is in the bag.
0: Here we go. Oh.
2: Now let's see if mommy's titties sag. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, no, too.
2: Don't want to hurt the kitty cat, right? Leave him alone. Exactly. Daddy would like to play, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> see, that's how you play
0: cat in the bag. I can't be shy. Yeah, pull
2: it back. That's silly. Got I'm that sure kid screaming now. Please leave him alone. You just have to tell her to take off her clothes. Please. Take off your clothes, honey. Gotta feed you the words. I only said, What is he doing to him? walling on him. Pinching on him? What are you doing the way he's screaming
0: that fast? I mean, it ain't worth showing, is it? No, nah, like... He hurting that child that got him it's screaming it's like it's that, right? Yeah, like...
2: Take off your clothes.
0: Honey.
2: You're a piece of work, you...
0: You peep this guy got Pearson? <laughs> Cat in the back. Look, he ready. That's Bo right there. He ready. What do you say? I'll tell you, <laughs> ain't this movie just like me and Bo? <laughs> That's the first game we want to play, right?
3: <laughs> Cat in the back. Damn.
0: guys, we're all upstate. Damn. That man captivated. And look at the sun. That's wild, bro. All
4: right, I just want to know what he's doing to have that kid scream like that. <laughs> yeah, like a cat.
0: Cat in the back. they you these niggas got all types of games. Oh. Bravo. Oh, oh.
2: What did I say? No, no jelly rolls.
3: <laughs>
2: and now we can get dressed again. Thank you.
0: Got that man crying.
2: Tubby come here Just take this piglet It's not even broken yet Go change his diaper yeah. It's okay It's the, kid took yeah. the yeah.
0: shit yeah. on us You think that? You hear that? You're doing him dirty And the kid trying to run away
4: He running with shit
0: in his pants. I just want to know what he was doing to make that kid scream and what he did to make that grown man scream. Don't get captivated. Don't. You end up being just like Tubby. (laughs) I'm going to have to make up all types of bullshit to make up for all the bullshit (laughs) they about to go through. You is just wrapped up. Neighbors game as soon as they got into their car.
2: Have a seat Have a seat i advise you not to kick
0: well, I thought the husband died, he's still alive Hey, hello, duck I hey. hope you don't get bored
2: with them. If you do, dump a bucket of water on his head. But be careful, don't ruin the carpet.
0: Now you about to get that little boy trying to jump the fence. He had a better chance of trying to hop over Oh shit, so he can't jump? Dang, he shut Yeah He shut
2: No, it's just a joke I have to take my SATs again in the fall And then I'll go to college and study business <clears throat>
0: Forget the importance of entertainment. What would be fun in that, right? Yeah. I mean, we like in the middle of the movie, right? Yeah. That's right. I can't have to tread through the water. Be right there. I'm sorry about the leg, but it's really your own fault, if I
2: may say so. I mean, why did you slap Paul? The pointless begging for the eggs is pretty uncomfortable for me. Degrading, actually. I don't know if that's clear to you. If you think about it, all of this just for a carton of
0: eggs. In mm-hmm. fact, they must still be there. Besides, you should have listened to your wife. She
2: practically begged you to just let us leave with the egg. Then of course, everyone's always smarter on one side. Oh, <laughs> here
0: they are. Is that you take a lot of considering? Why are you doing that? How stupid do you think I am? I don't understand. What are you thinking? You're practically forcing me to treat you badly. (laughs) (sighs) shit.
2: Now you've really done it. Paul specifically told us to be careful with the carpet.
3: Please do.
2: everything ahead of you. You're still so young. Nothing's really happened yet. We could just say George's leg broke on the boat.
3: Everyone will believe us, I promise you. Please don't do like, this.
2: Just... Why are you
0: degrading yourself? It's <laughs> as painful for me as it is for you. The movie is painful. You actually feel bad for him. Like, you You see they pain and how much stress they going through, man. That grown-up man, I don't know, he probably, like, shattered his knee, bruh. Yeah. No medical attention. Just sit on a couch. Every time he moves, that shit just gush. Bubble up. I bet that are I are you that should look ugly as hell. Are you could have had to do some fancy. Let's see. His feet wet. Yeah. So you're not know going to fall in his footprints.
4: I shake 'cause they day to see you swear, I wrong, I don't need a <laughs> in <need> <laughs> no like me, oh. you in the you you about, like, yeah. they to put them on, like,
0: they're trying, they're gone. That's like that. This 2020, just for this video. That's crazy.
4: That's all my life. My birthday is key. be appropriate.
0: Okay, you know I'm
4: You ain't been listening to that goddamn classic right, there? Huh? You wanna hear a classic? What's going on, bro? What's up, man? I
3: got two people.
0: My you page saying the same thing, like something is going I'm always on my mind. I'm getting there, do I'm getting there. i my mind.
4: I've been getting that no I'm getting that no I've been getting there, I get, I get to it, I get to it, I get to it, cause I'm used to it. I'm always in the trenches, like offensive alignment. I'm wherever the money at, then where you find me. Grinding, hang lying. Take a trip by the state to get the pies in. Rise in the club, everybody's Rise early on the road, keep the vibes Codeine. hello? You know me <laughs> <laughs> Can I clean? Yes, time free That's no I have a heart Did all the work The same thing a heart hold your Till my elbow drop I'm finna fuck the game When my elbow drop You can hold your next. Till my elbow drop Cause I'm finna fuck the game When my elbow drop, next, <laughs> I'm, my drop. <laughs> I'm right on my grind. I can Get money. Get money. Go Get money. to the top? and kill everything And that's my last favorite, so i wrote it best, tobacco best What it is? I got your ear, soul uh, touching, it might even drop a tear Speak nothing but the truth, I'm so sincere I'm all the Gotta get a run through eight o'clock in the morning. Might fuck my beers after half a day, but Every day when I'm in, it's all my tears a 100 round clips, Draw a roll for that ass We can do a full build, shoot them in the hill, make them most stealth Throw them out the front porch like Jesse Jeff. Jeff. So I play left, play shelf. Tired I got the belt. One man armor, I don't need no help. Like a stutter step. And I got a bench. Tidy tight up you need a wrench. All my niggas sell like
0: Willie lynch, 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 lynch. Put oh, Willie Lynch. Find to guess he's a musician.
4: Hell no! Nah. Don't you remember what they say? The he got lynch.
0: lynch. Oh. oh that, that's where they got the it from. He said niggas. Man. He
4: was the first seller down south in Georgia. Shrimp In Albany, Georgia, we had the plant where well, they received a, the boat, received a, a, a in yeah. in the niggas at. It's in Albany. We still got the building there right now.
3: I'm turning
4: niggas. I bet all my niggas sell like Willie Lynch. I'm a best punchline nigga too. Go back and listen. Track. Every Every, every bar it was a punchline uh, Check me out. I wrote on this one. It wasn't none of that freestyle shit. Every bar was a real My first, I say my first one was it was a punchline, but it was really just talking about me. Actually me. How much I was really to get money? Second verse, was just telling her niggas how much I love the rap and how much you can't fuck with. My first verse, I'm tellin' you my my daughter, how much I hustle, how hard I work. Second verse, man. How much I bet y'all love me. You can't fuck with me. I get to it. I get to it. I, get to, it. I, get to, it. I get to it. Cause I'm used to it. I'm always in the like alignment. I'm where with money at. That you find me. What I do? Yeah. What I do? I'm with me and get money. Hello? Try so stop okay, right? I got my insurance, my license, and all that. You, next, you got me, bro. Drop. I'm finna fuck the game when my album drop. You can you hold your next till my album drop. Cause I'm finna fuck the game when my album drop. <laughs> I was ready for a game when this shit dropped. I did really? to put it out game. Yeah. My real boss. Everything that great shit Y'all long ways on that fake shit that Y'all fake shit Why this world so fucking hatred I told my real team. We don't make I song called don't make now we here yeah. some real shit. Well, I got your ear So touching you, you might even drop a tear, tear. Speak nothing but the truth I'm so sincere This that is why I'm so I Now the mama you No, no. no, no.
0: Take a trip to City and
4: I just told him. (laughs) Tomorrow. Okay. Um, fuck you, and I'm out This is lit. What the hell? What the the See how I put her waving?
0: I'm at the end of the <laughs> it's a cup. You keep talking.
4: Mm-hmm. That shit, bro. Everybody know to get something on the side do not
0: like the whole all keep saying that man's name. he's gonna pop up.
4: I do this shit for the top That's how he's done Like all these banks He's saying his name is gonna um, pop up I'm trying to get you mad They're gonna all day right This is memorable yeah. matter of fact I think I No it was the
0: other music video I don't accept the clip from Remember from Eminem Jams <laughs>
4: This should have been a clip I should have took. Because I'm thinking like, yeah, that's great enough. At least she's (laughs) trying. Oh, man, he picked up the wild ball that I'm trying i think there. You go I'm sorry, brother. What
0: the- How much You Oh! you no, they touch
4: it. Oh yeah. Really one. This is a one. This my yeah. first video ever. Second. Ever. This one I really felt like I was a rapper when I made this track. I oh. thought that I can really rap when I made this song. Look, damn, look, I thought I made songs. Look, for real. It says
0: 973 on it, right? Yeah. It's a brand new That's day. the area code. It's
4: so a brand new day. the birds yeah. did. The Everything comes full circle, right? I said to you. Hold on, why it look like that? Because I ain't not an enemy of you. Hey. Where was he at? In the crap. He
0: was in Florida.
2: All the
4: reason, because huh? you said, God said to me, that's what I'm like. The question is, is you doing fine? Both of you killed that i my look like King Drive last week am going fine I'm going fine I'm going my my and the I'm I'm My nigga, Tay them. Okay. Tay with green on sitting on the trunk. I'm with <laughs> Who? Who you? Are? And what? That one hundred. They doing that track. Yeah. All set. That one hundred. Something. We probably show me. ready to do another? You ready to a mixtape together? Like right? you do the y'all knew some I, knew some shit. I may I want to do real with it. She just do it and she talk. It's time yeah. I see you Got so much money. I can buy a double cake. cake. Don't give away shit. You're gonna have to take. You're gonna you take. You really can't wait. If you can play with mine, I make it up. The question is, is you gonna find? I wake up every day with money on my mind. My day one right, right now, why? 11, 12 I'm years old. I'm doing sure fine. I'm getting money. I'm doing fine. I'm getting money. I'm you i doing fine. I'm getting money. i Trump, he got that seven to
0: right now. Why don't shooting shoot
4: the video? He make a play. That's why he ain't making a video the whole time. He's a little short yeah. nigga. That hit trap. Make him play. He got nothing okay. the money, that hit trap. the I'm sorry. That's what's up. brick being broke, nigga, that's irrelevant. I don't even talk <laughs> about that. Hey, y'all doing the bro. Yeah, he talked to uh, him, you know some, uh... so I'm He talking about them bars in here, like Yeah, that's what he was talking about. He was them punchlines, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I made this song off, that wasn't nigga's old, he was like, you make songs off your real life. Yes, I did. And that was like, nigga's always, like, you know, growing up, we used to age, like, your 20s and people ain't seen you in the while. they be like, how you been doing? Right? Adding the culture. They always be like, how you doing, right? With like somebody they or some older people ain't seen in the while. and they be to the check on you, how you doing? They don't care about where you work at or who you go and how you doing like I want to know if you straight, right? Fuck that outfit down. Know? How you doing? How your parents? You know, I'm getting money. I'm doing fine. You know, you getting money, you're doing fine. That's all in there, really. That was just some real
0: life shit. Y'all would ask me, how you doing? Everywhere you know I go. And how you doing? How you family doing? That's why they like this, man. Right? They love
4: us. It. It's authentic from you And everybody so like you doing high, I so really say, In the background. <coughs> <coughs> they be like, hey, they be like, I like that Moolah song. She ain't that. You that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, I made that song back in 2012. I was predicting I was going to pop in 2013.
0: That's why I said, 2013 is my time. You lost
4: him. A metamorphosis. It took me almost a year to make that video. He's you
3: no know going away.
4: He's putting
3: a hand on the the not my nigga. not
0: you know, got to enjoy Good. He's Boy, it. Good. some wine in the so yeah, car. Yeah.
4: are It's a that white fella. He's side. Day one. This is the first time yeah. I ever yeah. yeah. take, like, we, 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 I to yeah. I
0: the 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 one. The road yo, yo, yo. What up? And radio.com. It's your boy PLSS. It's your boy King Yum! We were just talking about little Baby, how he got the industry song, right now.
4: Lil Baby got the game fucked up. Everybody wants him on the track. Everybody listening to him. Everybody want his flow. Everybody like his sound. They like his beats. He got a good melody. I got like confidence that he ain't trying to battle nobody, but he still... Got confidence she to feel like on top man in, in my opinion the baby fell off not little baby The baby ain't fell off I feel like neither one fell off I feel like the baby Continue doing what he's doing Little baby music speaking for us Oh yeah Fuck the grind His music Is, is good enough Well you ain't got to Have impact and doing nothing there But make a good music And he had commercials I haven't seen the baby in commercials Shit the special performers at the MTV award and BT, the baby. you the, the top performer
0: they to. I look up to the baby because he around our age. He's doing that. You blew up at the age of 30 years you know old, you know that? Wait, his plan was to be the man, not just the rapper. Inspiration for rappers in the game like us. They never all give up. Fresh, the come, it, it play, all the Zilla Bola.
4: Yeah. This Zilla bad with your dog, man. My boy I feel. We uh, on the NL on radio swing okay, we in in with all types of people that flew in with all types of people. That boy tongue was gonna to retire.
0: How so fucked up his back. too many times. They said no more back surgery. you can't get now one more. I'm going to have to just go in and sit down.
4: All it it's done, what hell are you worried about from You got a son? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You both passing the torch on anyway. Tunglewoods ain't that old. And, and go for old at 14, right?
0: You said Taco
4: was famous at 14? No, know, I said, can't you go professional, y'all? Oh, yeah. His son already went and everything, and he ate. How oh. I wouldn't know, but the results I'd have had heard was that I was doing his class class he's supposed to
3: be. He out doing it. He's going good. He's going good. He's going good. In 600 so like, feet, merge onto New Jersey,
4: 495 West. He's going to stick to building his son. It ain't about he passing the torch. I'm done, now you start. It's about, I'm done,
1: now I got a chance
4: to teach you before you start. instead We're doing it at the same time. All right. Where you let me start, nigga? Time was strong in the games, huh? could to the game, right? come, be looking at Junior. Time to win some. Hey, goddamn. Brian Dandy, my hammer tie is, so I'm about to be a man, so Like, same thing, like. I feel like. Bro, I want to play with it, that be good, but like. Continue
3: on New Jersey 495 West for two miles.
4: Like with Tiger like Wood. You playing so long, you might be good at what you do. You know you got skill, but
0: your body can't take it. Bro, well, he don't got into a car accident, y'all. He got it, done fucked up. Matter of fact, the car accident so bad, he don't even remember what happened. All he knew was he was just behind the wheel. He done. His his wife dog took like how much like fifty? I mean five five hundred million dollars something stupid like that. She got paid, bro, that much money. And on top of that, we don't know if Tiger Woods was on drugs or off drugs. Cause how you behind the wheel? into a wreck like that No, no.
3: He must have hit his head.
0: For him to say he don't know. If he ain't hit his head, he on drugs. But, yeah, guys. I'm going to be looking at a whole different man by the time Tiger Woods come back on camera. He might be like Muhammad Ali. Like He's yeah. a totally different man. Yeah,
4: he should have knew what the world was. Me. I need to just separate myself back and just
0: create my son. Yup, Yo, you did. you got going to shout it out. His son in the gang going to represent for the woods. Yeah, New York just change every time I look at it.
4: One and a half miles. Use the right to, to take the New Jersey Three West right. exit towards Complex Garden
0: State yeah. Parkway.
4: How you seen it? Don't that be that way more to you?
0: Doing this trip right here all the downtown. You should be looking at the skyline, all right? Look at New York City. It look like they ought to be flying cars in that biz, right? I don't know how high it is. Look how high them buildings is. It just look all futuristic, like. There ought to be a robot Different as as you, shapes and shit. Like they ought to be a robot as soon as you walk into the city line. Welcome to New York, nigga. Shit, yeah, they got drunk to you that. We saw one like, dancing in the street. Telling them what the fuck to do. Try to tell taxi man. This way, this way, this way, this way. It's a green light. They about to hit him. Them bitches didn't out of nowhere too. There was another junkie on the corner. He just had his arms out like, like Christ. Then all of a sudden, he put his arms out and started looking at a girl's butt. <laughs> He's
4: like, I'm in life. That's
0: all you uh, uh. He said that i of a to I got the trying. Hello? Mike, Why are you going back? I'm
4: going to make it home. Okay. Thank
1: you, thank you. Four, three, two, one. This meeting is being recorded. Hey, Chicago, and welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Queen Star, aka Miss Hip Hop. And today we have a dope guest with us. Okay, and let me tell you why he's a dope guest. He's been with me all the way from the start, in, in, like in the beginning, from the breaks to the to the, the get-ups, to everything, <laughs> you know, when I was just audio, he was right there, so uh, this is a special moment just to see somebody face-to-face for the very first time, you feel me? Yes. Okay, so you guys, um, you feel me? Without further ado, it next up to the mic all the way from New Jersey, my homie, P.L.S. Zaddy!
0: Hey, what's good? What's happening? How's Chicago?
1: Chicago's
0: great. And when you was talking about the origin, that brought me back memories. Yeah. You know, because it feels like our first interview was like two years ago. That was before COVID-19 struck, and that made it feel like such a long time ago, right?
1: Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that, James. (laughs) Dang. That's crazy. (laughs) I'm so excited. So we're going to get this in and everything. Um, PLS Zaddy, I call you James, but why don't you tell everybody out there, you know what I'm saying, a little bit about yourself and your hobbies and why did you get started in music in the first place?
0: All right. I'm repping from North Jersey. That is Montclair. And you could call me a producer. I love to call myself an artist because I love to branch off in different arts, whether it be visual or audio. And I had my upbringing with producing and uh, doing my own rapping, meeting up with guys at my school, in my neighborhood, coming to my studio. And we were always recording demos over other instrumentals, because that was during the mixtape era when you could buy instrumental Mixtapes tapes and we will rap over those so yeah i go like maybe 2003 all the way up to now producing
1: that's dope because i told you before like in the first interview you had like a different unorthodox style you know just the way you produce and record certain things it's like layers on layers on layers you know and that just brings us back to the 90s school era you know so um i forgot to ask you
0: uh, the icebreaker question, which was, who was your favorite rock band of all? Hmm. Of all time. You know, um, my favorite. Okay, that's easy. It's it Circa Survive. I grew up off of that band.
1: Who I don't know who they are.
0: <laughs> They're a post-hardcore rock band, you'll call oh. them. Like on the progressive side.
1: So not like
0: too heavy metalish. Um, yeah, they are heavy because it's, I think they're technically called post-hardcore. Oh,
1: oh okay. So
0: that's uh, surpassing heavy heavy metal. Yeah. Now, my visualization of heavy metal is like uh, Guns N' Roses. Really? I don't know. What's your interpretation of heavy metal?
1: Okay. My interpretation of heavy metal is like Marilyn freaking Manson.
0: Ah, see, that's a little more of metal, I think I would categorize him. Okay. So what's
1: the difference between metal and post-hard
0: metal? Um, if I had to take a guess, hardcore would be derivative of um classic rock. And metal would be more of a even more progressive, non-linear... Uh, layout of of music. If I had to take a guess with uh, metal, um, and of course I'm not I'm no ex expert. I'm over here um, describing it as I see fit. Yeah, that's dope to me
1: though. Um, you you're a Nirvana fan, right? You love Kurt Cobain.
0: Yes, yes, because that rock band is like the big rock band of my child, young era. Remember growing up, always hearing about that band. And it was so, like, mysticized, of course, after when Kurt Cobain died. And that actually amplified um, my curiosity in uh, his life and his approach to art, what he stood for, and um, also the risk-taking that he took.
1: What type of risk-taking did he take in your eyes? Because I saw some risk-taking, too
0: being so open minded about race ideas i remember he had few interviews where he goes out of his way to uh, express equality um and you know in rock music um people would consider that kind of risky and yeah. um in the elephant in the room of course is drugs yes you know and uh being open about his love life me, love yes yes and you know that's all risky mm-hmm. but you know um in retrospect i see it as bravery and it's um it's really shameful that he he you know died at an early age because i would be so curious on what more he could have done mm-hmm. yeah that that's
1: a, a real question to pose like if they were to live longer where would they be now you know yeah so that brings me to my next question what type
0: of legacy would you like to leave behind for your people i would like to leave behind a legacy that people would live life shameless and fearless you know um through me i hope people would feel a need to want to shed an ego and want to be able to express themselves yes. as comfortably as, as they see fit and to, you know, care less about what other people may think that would hinder your ability to self-preservate yourself. Because wow. I notice that people damage themselves by hiding themselves.
1: Hey, this is the first time I've been speechless.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. My bad. <laughs> no. I, I bring I bring this exclusive, intense feeling, and that's what you, that's what you're getting off of me.
1: Yeah, and I guess we are gonna skip this part. of The music, yo. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: first of all, you're single, Koopy. It's Koopy, right? Yes. Okay, that was based off. Please tell me a non-fictional, right?
0: Yes, it is all non-fictional. Um, um, in a way, I don't mean to knock Nas, but that's my approach to that song. Is like sort of like telling a story through a window of like a compilation of different people's lives and, you know, formulating it into a timeline story in that one verse, as you can hear. But obviously, I'm putting myself in the driver's seat, and that's why it's called Coopy.
1: Right, right. Now, that part I did catch. I ain't gonna lie, I don't catch everything, but go mm-hmm. back to the part when you were talking about the different compilations of stories you implemented, like Nas.
0: Okay, so in when you was talking about my origin of how I start music and my approach is, without me knowing, my my context of music and hip-hop is really like a compilation of history. It really hasn't came from the start. So my approach to beat making is layer by layer. And when I formulate a story, I can see myself in like different avenues and try to um, like almost like do like what an artist would do, steal like an artist, if you ever heard that quote. So I was able to take egos that i saw from battle rap apparently wow yeah that's also the origin of my artistic approach in that single is um there was a moment where i wanted to get some insight in battle rapping and i noticed their aggressive approach and what they say and there's like a borderline if you know in battle rap we all know it's sort of like you know play a character yeah you have to sell the role so, yeah. and you have to be shameless, you know? You have to be fearless, like I said. So, that that's that's where, you know, I was able to channel just being being comfortable with storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know? Cuz yeah. not not every story has to be, you know, for real for real. You know.
1: That's true. That is so true. It's, it's like your songs take me on a trip throughout history cuz I know um, one of the songs you had on the holiday album, you were talking about the uh hold on, don't tell me. Um the mm, the e- the most evil emperor in Rome. And you talked about um in that song just like some crazy shit because he was insane in the Brain, like like for real, like Cypress <laughs> Hill, you know? You wow. talk
0: about that? Oh, yes. Now I do know what you're talking about. This song is called Caliglia, I believe yeah. I'm pronouncing Caligula. it. Yeah. yeah. And um, when I um, learned about that guy, it was sort of like a foreshadowing or maybe like um, a telling a tale of this could be you if you lose yourself. Yes. And to sum up his story is that he starts off good. He starts off with a promise. But his demise takes shape in his ability to self-indulge himself all the time. And his self-indulgence turns into weird obsessions. And it it becomes his demise. So in in a way, when I was making that beat, I was sort of like trying to channel the self-indulgence, the belligerence, and the ego in that song of like you know what, maybe I'm not Caesar. Maybe I'm not Julius or Octavia. You know, maybe I'm not Neo, but in this instance, you know, I could be Caliglia. Yeah. So, um, to give you also more influence on, um, insight, I should say, on the beat, the sample came from Doom. And the video game Doom is, um, you know when you have to go into a metaphorical cave and battle demons, and Damn. you know that that was also like the subliminal, um, I guess, influence and in my my encouragement in the, in the song making. You know, I would say.
1: Hey man, this is dope. Um, so you were I, I, what I'm getting from is like subliminal message to your depression that you were facing a couple of years back.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, to, to come to think about it, I think, maturely speaking, in my experience, any person that has dealt with depression has always dealt with depression. And maybe it, it changes shape and form throughout your, your aging process. And um, to make the long story short, a lot of times I notice that I do have the ability to channel not just happy go-lucky feelings, but also darker uh, yes. emotions and feelings into my music. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that it, it is helpful because um, to be honest with um, my music making is my music is sort of like um, exclusive you're hearing this type of you know vibe. It's not really like, hey, everybody, come along. Let's all listen to this. This is sort of like something that you come across that you sort of want to learn about yourself through me. I'm hoping some people are able to reflect on themselves or, or at least come to mind of some of the things that I bring up in my topics subliminally. And I noticed that depression, you know, bringing it up can be useful. I don't want it to come up to, you know, to, to make somebody feel that way. You know, right, 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 I, I, I right. hope my music don't come off that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's always my my achievement is that through me, I could bring this and shed, you know, to light on, you know, depression as we're talking, you know, whatever. Yes.
1: It, it felt like, when I first listened to it, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I had to listen to it a few times, because I'm like, where is he coming from with this, you know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure, like, oh, are you thinking about this for real? But, like, no, you're channeling it from your gift that you have, because you can do that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think, go ahead, baby.
0: You know, and I did started to pick up on the point of um, depression, having different shapes and forms, and how I channel that into my music. It's that I noticed that until, you know, you really know how rock bottom feels, you're pretty good at channeling that. So I noticed that I'm, well, in my music making, I, I got better and better at
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, seriously, cuz you know nobody starts off perfect, you know mm-hmm. me. It's always about
0: a build up and you definitely got that down pat. Um and, so wanna go- and also, um I do notice that you you did pick up on the song Crazy as hell. And a lot of other people picked up on that song despite all these other songs and topics that I, that I release and I just noticed that yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at being able to channel that because I think for an artist, it has to be authenticity, and your listeners and your fans pick up on what's authentic to what you're producing and what's you know sort of like fugazi, if you will. So you know, I I notice that my listeners and my fans they really like me in that mode and being really bolded up in front with with that with my face on the cover, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and, you know, that's 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 what I noticed what success actually means. You know, success isn't what, what you're most profitable off of. Your success right, right. isn't your latest song, your latest project. It isn't your first project. Right, it isn't right. your most proudest project. You know, I noticed success is the one where people always bring it up. <laughs> you know, people... People like always remember that, you know, and in artists, we love to get caught up in, oh, this is my most expensive song. You're, you're going to really like this song. You're, this is the song that got this feature on it. But they always know their most successful song is the one people are always going to remember and it's going to chime in their head whenever they see your face.
1: That's true. You're definitely right about that. I didn't think of it because you never know how it's going to happen or attract uh, what crowd, your tribe. You know?
0: Well, pe- honestly, people know in the artists, because the unfortunate thing is what rarely happens for an artist is their most successful song isn't their favorite song. It's a lot of times it most likely is their first song. You know, the song that they're always going to bring up and you notice some big name artists, they won't record their first hit because they're tired of that. But it is their most successful hit. It is a hit everybody around the nation, around this world would know them for.
1: Wow. Um. I don't want to keep talking about depression,
0: but I kind of do. Oh, Um, yeah, please do. Because I I think people do need, you know, some light shed on other topics. And our our culture is in this like people have been saying toxic positivity movement now that's going on, it's like becoming toxic to be overly positive. And yes. to like label certain, you know, put all these like little happy go lucky labels and try to filter <laughs> in the censorship and, you know, try to control certain topics. I noticed.
1: Yeah, you was definitely on freaking point. Like, you focused as hell right now. um... Okay, so I'm looking at your background and it looks absolutely amazing. I see Michael Jackson on the wall, so he must be one of your favorite artists too.
0: By default. By by default, he he is because my family members are Michael Jackson fans and Diana Ross, Prince. Prince is right there. Teddy Teddy Pentagram. No, that's, um, that's from a family member, and me being an admirer of music, I, I had to decorate my wall with with some of that. Of course, I have my, my upbringing, my first impression of Michael is bad. Michael, yeah. I don't really know Thriller Michael, because every time I came across Thriller Michael, this was the Michael I saw all the time, if you notice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's sort of uh, surreal, still looking at it nostalgic of course looking at thriller Michael Jackson right next to bad Michael Jackson
1: that is so cool um I think Michael Jackson suffered from depression too you know I think all artists do I think a lot of people do and like you said it just comes in different forms you know
0: yeah I think you know uh it may sound cliche the most famous people all go through this spectrum of emotions. And all of them go through that low point. Muhammad Ali, you know, throwing away the belt, refusing to go to war. You know, Michael Jackson with his um, family life. And and we could go on and on and on. You know, Napoleon, you know, exile. Um, Alexander, the death of his father. You know? What happened with Alexander. Alexander the Great.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? What's his oh, father?
0: Um, Philip the Philip II. Okay, so I guess you don't know that much history, but I'm, I'm a I'm a history buff, and I I I noticed that the more you learn history, the more you begin to see human interaction simplified, and you're able to uh, realize the basis of um, the meaning of life. And um, if I could say real briefly is the meaning of life is to always change, always evolve, and to always have a family and a connection with your community.
1: This is the second time you made me speechless. (laughs) (laughs) This is not like me. Like, I'm serious. That's so cool. Can you repeat that again? So, you has got to be a clip.
0: Because... Because a lot of times we think the meaning of life is happy emotion. We think the meaning of life is um to be an upright citizen. We think the meaning of life is to have a certain amount of money. But I notice all throughout history, the real meaning of life, the real reason why us humans are unique and and uh, we're different from other animals is because we changed and we evolved, meaning that we were were able to progress. We're able to do something different unlike all the other animals in the kingdom. We must always be comfortable with, with that progression because if we ever regress, we're not being human. The other element, I would say, meaning of life is connection with family and your community. I notice that the beings that disconnect are... They, they go through a spiritual, emotional death. They do. And when you have family, when you have that backing, like in the hero's tale, he got his lover, he got his child, he, he got something, or she, they got something more than just a diamond, more than just a crown, more than just a monster that, that progresses them. And we subliminally know that. And to convert that into human life we notice that through other people in our life. That's why we say, oh, that person is shallow. That person is fugazi because they're all about the emotion. Or they're all about, you know, the cell phone, the money. But once when we get a sense that they're dating, subliminally we connect. Oh, it's more than that. Because that's, that's I guess, our, our evolutionary program programming in us is to progress and to connect with one another. That's why I think we're looking at the internet as such a blessing because it's it's I guess a part of our innate uh, nature to connect with each other.
1: Wow! Indeed, indeed. And COVID nineteen shed a big light on that fact that we need human connection. So yes. I, I think um, we took granted we took that for granted having human connection, and now that it was taken away from us, we. Yearn for it again because we know that that is within us. Yes, it's by nature.
0: It's by nature. It's the reason why we survive day to day. You're so
1: cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I, I I got to the point in my life, you know, I got old enough to see things in transparency, and to to realize what is at the core element of all conversations of all elements in in all people. And I think when you lie to people, you lie to yourself. Yes. And, you know, you're in denial, and you're not yourself. It goes back to that original point I said. You know, you gotta live life shameless. Meaning you can't be lying because you're shameful. You know?
1: Wow. You are a deep person. You know that. And... (laughs) I, you know, um, tell me more about your um, your your pink album. I mean, not
0: pink. Pink Glow. Tell me about that, because I know that about some bananas. <laughs> glow Pink. And I don't know why I came up with the name Glow Pink instead of Pink Glow, because I guess people would normally say Pink Glow instead of Glow Pink. But I I think subliminally why I chose the word glow is... The first command is to glow, to illuminate, to light up. My interpretation of light is truth. You know, truth and the life. So my command is for you to glow. But in my instance, for for me, I really like the color pink. And and the shameless part is, you know, in boy culture or man culture, you know, they sort of shame away. So it's almost like me subliminally, again... Coming out of the show and being brave, being fearless, glow pink. I want you to glow. You could glow red. You could glow blue. I'm about to glow pink.
1: I like that. Okay, so is this an EP or an album?
0: Technically, when I was looking at it being registered, it's going to be considered singles because it's under 15 minutes long.
1: I noticed that about some of your projects, uh, they were really short and I wondered about that. I I think that's pretty cool. It's kind of like what, uh, the flow to flow is, you know, get things out, get things out. And I think it's actually going to revert back to the times of recording in the sixties and the fifties where um, songs were a little bit longer, you know?
0: Yeah. because um you have this new streaming, you know, thing going on. And we noticed that when you stay on an artist for a longer period of time, they're able to generate that. So it's going to have to revert back to long albums, long releases, possibly, you know, maybe I think there's still going to be short songs because the purpose of the short song is for you to play it again. Oh, I like it so much. Let's play it again and it gets more plays. Naturally, because it's short, but I think you know, like what you said. I think we're gonna go back to the LP era, the long play era.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, I want to talk about one of um. So wait, we not done with Pink Glow, Glow Pink. I want to. <laughs> have- <laughs> it's okay. How many um, tracks are you planning on having on that? And how many will be instrumentals, like playing with your guitar versus uh, mm. storytelling?
0: Okay, so um, my musical direction, um, because I'm getting into releasing music at a later age in my life. So I have the liberty and the ability to release songs at my ease and to take a artistic direction with okay I could have these song releases that'll take me in this direction. I could release these amount of singles to take me in that direction. And um my initial start was to release some experimental releases here and there. And then I went into a whole rap genre and then I stopped and started to do my rock genre. And what I noticed is um a lot of the folks um well i'm being honest a lot of the folks they really were liking releases that involve my rhythm guitarist and his yeah. singing and i was like okay man i i think we need to switch up something you know like like they can't just come to the show just for you you know like like <laughs> let, let's let let's try a different approach you know so i could get some success with both of our involvement in in a, a song release And a lot of those songs that you're hearing are literally just demos, you know. So uh, obviously because of COVID-19 coming and we had to quarantine, that really messed up a lot of the band practices. And um, that I do have uh, coming and I hope to, you know, make some more music in the rock genre. So the reason why I said that and to not, you know, disappoint you but this is going to be a hardcore rock i mean a hardcore rap release that's cool
1: you know because i know the rock is coming soon you
0: know (laughs) yeah yeah i I really love the idea of me um using instruments and creating sounds and seeing where my artistic flow goes i really love that idea
1: and I really love the artistic idea of combining both rock and rap together, uh, idealistically (laughs) how you do it, you know, you're not necessarily merging the two together, (laughs) it's like you're keeping them at bay and you're experimenting like a scientist would, you know?
0: You know, it's interesting, I don't see myself doing that, but it's, but you're giving me an insight of how somebody would view myself as my rock approach. is somebody that's putting rap and rock together. <laughs> yeah, man. You got that. Hey, Thank you. I take you it as a compliment. That. For sure. For sure. It definitely is a compliment. Um, Let me go to my question.
1: Because mm-hmm. um, I had another question. Was it? Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is literally a random question, but um mm-hmm. just well not really, but sixty your sixty two Marilyn Monroe from your album Holiday. Um, that was the perfect title to that song because in it evoked or organic
3: orgasms. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: You know, I'm just saying, like, it just did or whatever because it just makes you think about sex and stuff like that and then it was, like, all over your head and what you think about certain aspects of the anatomy. I think that was pretty cool and everything, but um, <clears throat> what made you... Did you come up with the title first, Marilyn 62? But she died in 62. Or did you write the song first?
0: Um, Writing the song first and you know... If- Maybe maybe she was subliminally in my head when I was making the beat also. You know, maybe maybe subliminally I told my 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 good friend who I also call a uncle, hey yeah, this sound like Marilyn Monroe type of vibes, like you about to go on a dinner date with her in Paris. So now I'm gonna channel those vibes. You know, whenever whenever I'm in the studio with um my friend, I, I be totally honest with him and my artistic direction, and he never came, well, honestly, rarely came to a point, because I can't even think of one time he was like, you know what, James, I don't, I don't like that concept. I ain't going to be on that track with you. You know, he, he goes with the flow, and I really admire that he's able to help me channel um, my, my artistic direction. So, you know, um, when you hear that track, you're you're hearing him rap. And you're, you know, subliminally hearing me influencing with uh, delivering that and uh, making the beat, you know, coming up with the title and, um, you know, the, the, the visuals will come along with it. Because ironically, you know, I, I'm thinking I'm the only one that could get that idea, but it's, it's a success. You also get that idea.
1: Of course. Of course. Uh, was your friend on the holiday album with you?
0: Oh, yeah, that holiday album, because now that I think about it, I was using a distributor and they sort of yoked up my features well, me registering features on that album. So I think now that I think about it, all of those songs register as just me on the track. But I, I had uh, my cousin feature on some of those songs and a good friend of mine feature on those songs. So are they our,
1: our artists on the regular or yes just...
0: yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah What's you... their
1: names?
0: Well, my cousin is King Young Dread. He's um, married in the family, and Beautiful. that's I consider him cousin. You know, family. Yes. And uh, a, a classroom friend after school, still recording. You know, wow. a good friend of mine.
1: That's fun.
0: Cool. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, <laughs> King Young Dread and um my friend squeeze but you you know i I keep switching up his name so you might see his name pop up as squeeze world
1: that's cool like juice world (laughs)
0: yeah honestly that's that's where the inspiration came from my very first time coming across juice world i was like wow this kid is relatable he has talent and i listened ever since you know and and followed his path and i was like you know what He's talking about something different, and he's making it sound cool.
1: That's exactly what I got from him too, because he was kind of like on that dark path too, mm-hmm. battling the demons within his mind from his drug addiction.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: you're right; it does make that relatable to talk about shit like that. I'm sorry, you just got to talk about it, yeah, because it's in here and it's got to come out mm-hmm. somehow in a in a positive, normal way. I'll say normal way, and. That's
3: kind of like what
0: happened,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love juice world uh he's from you know he's from Chicago too, so you
0: know, mm-hmm. yeah. I was devastated when he left yeah, you know i I hear him on on a lot of tracks and just admire how naturally talented he sounds and how comfortable he sounds. It doesn't sound like he's reaching it sounds like it's all authentic and it's all there. And what really blew my mind also, to show you how authentic he was, he was on a rap radio, freestyle rapping for about an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the proof in the pudding of his talent and his calling and his purpose.
1: Damn, you you are beautiful inside and out. You feel me? Oh, thank you. I just like the way you think. I like the way you speak. I like your music. And your music makes me think, too, because I had to look up a whole lot of shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really hope that through me, you start getting an idea of how I think and it inspires you to do your research because I do my research, you know?
1: Okay, I see you. Um. So, I know COVID's still here, la la la, but when do you plan on giving us a video, a new video?
0: You know, for a surprise. Because um, here's a switch up. I gave you the song Koopy, but the real single is called Orange Zoom, which features me and King Young Dredd on it. We got some scenes uh, shot for a music video that we're gonna release the day after the singles drop. So after you watch the music video you could go listen to the singles and you know, indulge yourself in in our world.
1: And what's
0: the name of the single that's called, uh, dropping
1: April
0: twenty third? Orange Zoom. Orange Zoom. Yes,
1: Orange. Why Zoom. did you name it Orange
0: Zoom? <laughs> because it's like going back to me channeling me being in the driver's seat, and um, the 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 tight um, the chorus is oh. me saying, "I'm in a car, Orange Zoom." You know, I don't want to give it away too much because you know I. I, I I like I like my releases So, you know, I gave you the Koopy song So you don't get confused with Alright, I hear this person rapping And then I hear this other person rapping I want the fans to know exactly, you know Who they're listening to When, you know, when we play this preview Or if you do For sure Right, I don't want to confuse the fans No, we don't want to
1: confuse the fans, no Uh, Koopy has just you featured on there. Oh, yeah. And Orange Zoom has your friend Red Dragon on there, right?
0: (laughs) No, my cousin, King Young Dread.
1: King Young Draft.
0: Dread. Yep. King
1: Young Red. Oh, Dread. Dread. Dang. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: That's
1: dope. Uh, Okay, so I did have another question for you. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, duh! I have it in my hand. Okay, so you had this crazy ass song on—I think it was on Holiday too. It's called Sean. Um, all I gotta ask you is, how do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Okay, because it's just like it's crazy stuff coming Sean. out there.
0: It's called Sean.
1: Yeah, it's S I A. Maybe I. So,
0: uh, Siam. Oh, oh! <laughs> and and even even my friend, he's like, "What's the name of that song again?" Because he gets the name mixed up, um, gets it uh, messed up. It's called Cyan, and it's na- Cyan, and it's named after a Lamborghini car. And oh. um, you know me, and yeah. for for some reason, cars keep on popping up. And I could tell you the reason why. Okay, real quick. So, and I'm going to answer your question about cyan and do you kiss your mother with that word. Okay, right. So, car was my first word that I ever pronounced. So that's probably why I'm always like subliminally rapping about like being in a car, zooming, like being on the go, being out and about. So, also, you know, there's this uh, Lamborghini car. A picture of it that was been hanging up in my room ever since I was a young child and it's a white Lamborghini and that that gave me um you know really excited about that that car franchise and this brand I always wanted one just from you know looking at as a child like yeah I'm gonna get me one of those so if I had to take a guess you know me in the studio after making a beat I'm like yeah It's like some Lamborghini type music, like, and then my friend will hop on the beat and that's who you hear, that's who you hear rapping on the track, is him just like saying, you know, everything. I mean, also, my friend, he loves to drink beer and he loves to be really drunk when he raps, so (laughs) that's also what you're hearing, you know, he's... He's channeling that that spirit in him, you know, to to come out and to you know speak proud or whatever, of of, of whatever concept that comes to our mind. Where, in in my studio, we we love to freestyle rap, and um, you know, uh, some people be like, "Gosh, man, I, I really want to write down something," but you know, we just be always in the in the spirit, in the heat of the moment, making all this great music. And I I I love, I love being on that edge of music making.
1: Hell yeah! Say hi. I know
0: you're my interview, right? Hello. I'm sorry,
1: Simon. (laughs) This is my cat, Simon.
0: Hello, hello.
1: Okay, I'm putting down.
0: He's mad. Okay. That cameo.
1: Cameo, it is his cameo? <laughs> <laughs> no, can't have that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you're so funny, man. Okay. Um, you didn't answer my question. How you kiss your mother with that mouth, though? Well, like tongue kissing the
0: rattlesnake. You know. Um, I think I, I for a long time I love to believe that my family members don't know my lifestyle. We love to believe that our lives are so private, but people do pick up on you. People put together the pieces. And there's um, times in my life where I, I took, it took me a while to figure out when my mother would initiate certain conversations with me. Where did that actually came from? She's probably picking up on my life, picking up on some of the things that I do, some of the things that I'm saying, you know, in the other room that she hears just through the walls. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it, I I do kiss my mother with that mouth. And, um, I think, um, you know, to be really personal is me and my mother, we just have this, um, like distant, but kind of close relationship. Because, uh, we, we be going through the same type of woes. So
1: you, you kind of close to your mom?
0: Yeah, we are. Because, um. You know, I still live with my folks to this day.
1: Cool. Yep, that's what's up. Shoot, you know, everybody needs their family. You need somebody. Everybody needs somebody. Period. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's see. What other? Um. I think I asked you all the questions. Oh no, I got one. Um. Mm-hmm. Come here, baby. How uh, how many languages do you speak?
0: Uh, Just one. I'm asshole. If I'm What's good? It's PLS Saturday. We up in the studio and radio.
4: What up? What's good? It's your boy Squeeze. Yes, happy drip Patrick Day. Say 10 that. year old in the building, man. Fucks with me.
0: This St. Patrick's? You're already, we, we up in the studio, we just had a dope photo shoot. mm mm-hmm.